0: Hey man, it's me, Kevin Smith, and I would not be the filmmaker I am today, barely respected with no hits to my name, were it
1: not for the wonderful world of Disney. We all love Disney, man, whether it's the movies, the parks, the Marvel movies, what have you, man, Disney is in our DNA. And you know whose DNA it's really in? The Magic Our Way
0: podcast with Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. You want to go Disney hard? Never Disney Soft. That's the show for you. Magic
1: Our Way podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's all the Disney. You looking for a little D or the big D? Magic Our Way's got it for you.
2: Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of...
3: The Magic R-Way. Magic R-Way. Magic R-Way.
0: Magic R-Way. The Magic R-Way Podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot.
2: Santé, Santa, everyone! You are listening to the Magic Away podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff. And this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicAway.com is where you can find us for this show. We discuss extinct Disney transportation. And look, this isn't your typical polished practice pixie dust and Disney podcast. No, sir! We are not in the parks every day trying to tell you the guaranteed way to get those figment popcorn
1: buckets. (laughs) That's right, Kevin. We're here to drink, talk Disney, and keep the concept of edutainment alive. That's right. With over 400 episodes,
4: we're too tall to fall short. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And I'm your main Marvel guy, Eli.
5: All right, Lee here, and just a reminder, rely on me for transportation to your next destination.
2: Yes, plus we have a special guest. Special guest, who are you?
3: Hey, this is Listener X, Professor X, take Kevin's seat. This is Keith coming at you one last time for another class lesson talking about extinct transportation.
2: One last, last time. time? Don't say one last time. One more time.
4: One more time. I forget. I was
3: talking one last time for 2021. First time for 2022. That's
1: oh, how you do it. Nice. New Year. Starting off right. There we yeah, go. it is. I was worried you were sick and you were trying to tell us something. I know. Yeah,
3: <laughs> just kind of messing up the year here. You know, being uh, all quarantined with COVID. All the days blend together. Years blend together. Just kind of got a little lost in the dates. Is it New Year's?
2: Uh, yes, it, it is. Yes,
4: it's it's it is. We're going to blow up some fireworks 2022, after this. That's
2: right. So, guys, look, enough of our jibber jabber. Let's go discuss some Disney transportation magic.
3: So, Happy New Year, everyone. So, I thought it would be kind of interesting that, you know, you guys were kind of down in Disney World for the 50th anniversary, kind of back in early October. So, I thought as part of that celebration, we would kind of take a little bit trip to the past. And, you know, way before you guys were kind of born, well, I was born. I was uh, actually about eight months old. I think, Lee, were you born? When were you born?
5: I would be a month old when, well, this almost to the day. I was born November 3rd,
3: 1971. Okay. And... I think Lee and Danny and Eli are not even born yet, so... We were
5: a twinkle in our parents' eyes.
3: There you go, so...
2: Just a dream. Two sets of chromosomes I hadn't joined yet.
3: So, I, I thought it'd be kind of just interesting to talk about extinct Disney transportation. So, these are transportations that Disney had either as a ride or actually as a transportation that kind of no longer exists. So, I just thought it'd be kind of interesting, part of that big 50s celebration to kind of just uh, kind of kind of talk like about mag- that topic. Like Magical Express. Exactly. Oh, is, I guess
2: that is now extinct, isn't it? No
3: spoilers. Yeah, we'll get to that. That's kind of on the list. So look at that.
4: Least on friction already trying to steal that man thunder.
3: <laughs> yeah, Lee. What are you doing? You're looking at my cliff notes ahead of time, trying to steal my thunder here. <laughs> like a good pair you of wanna, Hey, Lee. You, wh- why don't you just take over? Why don't you just be the host?
6: Yeah.
5: Let me look at the. Let me look at the kind of cliff notes you got. Kind of cliff. No- you stealing the man notes?
3: He's trying to—he's trying to steal my thunder here. Don't
4: don't let him take your thunder, Keith. That's the whole point of this.
3: You probably don't even remember Disney way back in the early days. Wait, I don't. Travel agent, and when was I the didn't... first time you went to Disney way? I did not
5: go till I was in my 20s. So, yeah, man, like a lot of this stuff was probably already gone by the time I got there. I know like the uh, Kevin talked about the, not, the sky buckets. What were they called in the Skyway? The, the Skyway. Oh, yeah. That was gone by the time I got there. Um, Once you know, again, that. Lee's
3: jumping ahead here. Stop kind of cutting yeah. ahead, Lee. you mowing his lawn.
5: All right, well, you got to take one Yeah, why don't from from we the kind the of jump
3: into it before Lee kind of takes on my thunder and just throws out every single topic by just kind of cheating ahead and kind of looking at the outline here. <laughs> <laughs> So, kind of what we need to do a little bit, just to kind of talk about these little bit extinct attractions, is we kind of a little bit need to go into that time machine, kind of going back into the early '70s and kind of 1980s. So, let's go into our our time machine now.
6: <laughs> wow, we're in
3: 1971 now. Oh, I'm Pull not born. <laughs> I'm a baby. Oh my Wait god! Get <laughs> some disco disco music going on here. Get down, I'm wearing my get down. um, power, no parachute pants was the '80s. Um. I don't know, what are you wearing? This tie-dye? Bell bottoms. You're, you're wearing your bell yeah, bottoms. Yeah, bell bottoms.
2: High skirts.
3: Okay. <laughs> He's wearing a short skirt. skirt
4: corduroy pants. Is that out during the 70s? He's wearing a tie-dye bib. Tie-dye. All I know is my mom <laughs> should not be wearing that.
1: That's, that's uh, not my mom. I don't want to see that. Well, just Gow's be careful, up. your mama doesn't hit y- your dad. Your mom's oh, like not hit future- you with a car. Oh, and then your mama's like, all back, to the you. like yeah. Back. Yeah, back to the Future me. You're uh, exactly. Yeah, she's a Back to the Future me. And then your name's Calvin, <laughs> 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 and that would just sound right. Yeah, <laughs> my name is Calvin, and I'm Danny. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Right, so geez. it's 1971 and what I wanted to kind of do, I thought it'd be kind of fun as we're kind of talking about these extinct transportations to kind of each, so you're all working for the Disney company.
1: Okay. okay. Hey. Oh, wow. Okay. So, Who's senior management?
3: Yep. So you're senior management and um, pretty much I'm going to kind of each give you an assignment just for this uh, podcast until you hop back into the time machine and it's kind of back to reality.
4: Do we need so. pen and paper for this or something? Professor?
3: No, I think you're smart enough, Eli, that you can probably figure ooh. this out. Oh, so. Is this, this going to right. be on a test? Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: ooh,
3: now, ooh. there's no there's no test at the end here. Oh, okay. No okay. I
2: know last show you came on, there was a good Yeah, last time yeah, I yeah. gave
3: you a quiz at the end. This yeah. time will be a little bit nice. All it's right, the good. new year. I'm kind of feeling good. So, you know. So, Eli. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of know you're kind of good at kind of saving money, kind of, you know, looking to cut costs kind of however you can. So, you're going to be the official Disney bean counter. So, oh, yeah. Okay,
4: I love Black Eyed Peas. So you're right. going to
3: basically be looking at these attractions and saying, basically, how can we save money by like, is this attraction like a good investment for Disney or should we save money? So you're going to give me a
4: bunch of numbers to figure out and stuff, or
3: no, you just kind of like okay over time. Remember the park just opened, so over time, like, is this costing Disney a lot of money this, attra- this attraction or not, I mean, right. or transportation? So
4: I'll count my best.
3: So now, Kevin. Kevin kind of looks like kind of a, a, a safe guy. So he's like, you know, hey, kids, be careful crossing the street and that kind of thing.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. That is not Kevin. Oh, so I'm, uh, yeah. yeah, cross he the just,
2: street so I get your mom. That's what he
0: looks
3: like.
1: I can play that role, though. Well, <laughs> I, that's what, I can get that's on that. That's what
3: he looks it. like. All right. Maybe not in reality. Remember, he went in the time machine. It's 1971 here. Yeah, we're all yeah. different though. now. Oh, is, that's weird. Right yeah. I'm okay. not even you are different yet. people now. But I haven't so developed yet. through. I forgot it's right here. So
2: I'm I'm hazard guy. Yes.
3: So you're the official... S- safety monitor, you know, or, or like you know, back in school, back in the day. Think of that little strap, you know, like you have Miss America with the little badge on it. That's you
2: with a flashlight and all that kind of yep.
3: stuff. <laughs> so you're kind of like Kevin from Up a little bit, but not the not the Cub Scout.
2: Oh you know? wow, okay, right, good, with so, good with that. Right.
3: And your job is basically to kind of look at these uh, look at these transportation and say, over time, is this basically like. Think of it. Back in 1971, Disney kind of just did everything kind of off the cuff. That's right. So over time, as things progressed, you know, things got safer. Walls kind of came into effect. So maybe, Kevin, you should look at this and be like, you know, hey, kids, hanging off the back of the tram, you know, going from the parking lot to Transportation <laughs> Chicken Center. Maybe that's, that's not the safest thing. So, so
2: I'm so. the reason why they installed doors on the parking <laughs> lot, trams. is what you're saying, right?
3: Yeah, pretty much.
2: I'm, exactly. that, I'm that guy. Okay. Yeah, wow. you're that guy. I'm exactly. That guy. You
1: are the reason right. he took down the skyway, so this is not looking good. <laughs> you got a fun.
2: You got a fun little job.
4: New family. year, new me. Hey, kids, don't <laughs> bite the electric thing.
3: cable. All I right. never
1: did such things. Am
4: I in charge of his salary or something? Well, is if you're it? the if you're the uh,
3: <laughs> bean counter accountant, yeah, sure, sure you are. All right. So you can you can cut his salary. You know you can. Well, you're not the CEO, but you know I'll you I'll basically make, pay his paychecks. So. I'll make some. Money. Oh, am
1: I the CEO? Do I get to be a CEO? You're well, yeah, slefo. you're, you're kind of in,
3: you're in that area, Danny. So you're kind of, I'll get, make you CLO, okay? CLO. C-L-O. You're in the, I'm
1: Lo Green. CeeLo.
3: <laughs> so you're you're kind of the- uh,
1: I'm
4: crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, possibly.
3: All right, go ahead. Chief
2: Logistics
3: Officer. Okay, so you're the Chief Logistics Officer. So your job is basically you got to you got to get people from place A to place B or get them through this attraction as fast as possible. So you're all about logistics and operations. Oh,
2: okay. Oh, so it's got to make sense. Yeah, it's got to make sense. I was just about to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah buddy. Okay, Ooh, that, that's perfect for you. We're
4: like we're like the X Men yeah. right here. He's like, your talent I mean, that's, is that's, this. That, that you're the
1: Disney
3: executive x-men i like wow, it, uh, I like yeah. it. I like this it. is the day let jam. me guess
1: lee's a janitor <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then to the take one which is really transporting in time so we're gonna make lee which we know he's completely not this but we're gonna make lee the funmeister
5: the funmeister a, <laughs> how do i apply for that job
3: so yeah, so what I said, Lee is totally not this in real life. That's
5: my stage. that's my stage name. <laughs> the Funmeister. Funmeister. Come on Shake 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 it on. On. Get your Shake dollar it bills
2: on. out, y'all.
3: Funmeister. We know Funmeister. you're not like this in real life, so. No. But basically your job, Lee, kinda of like we were just talking about the transportation. Is it fun or is it kind of like, is it a good experience for the guest? Is it kind of fun for the guest? Does it make sense? Like, is it an outdated attraction that guests are like, oh, we just got to do it just to get from point A to B point B? So that's kind of where you kind of fit in.
4: He's experience. experienced He's God. using his ability as a travel agent to say, would he book it? But since the travel agent doesn't exist at this time, he's saying, would this be fun for the yeah, casting. good job. Exactly. Yeah, I like it. This is perfect. Okay, I dig it. I dig it.
3: All right, so you each kind of got your roles.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got. All I got. Right. I got my right. I'm the He's the phone dude. Myself, So he has a guy. Yeah, you're hazard safety man. man.
3: Whoop, whoop. All right. So jump into the first attraction here. You some of you might actually remember this if you kind of. We won't, but um, or maybe Eli not. But do you guys remember <laughs> or maybe not remember? I can kind of fill you in. Can the Probably early 1980s when Epcot opened up, 1982. This kind of ran from about the mid-90s. Apparently, there was these buses. The
5: World Showcase buses. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes, I love those buses. I do remember that. Very entertaining. I approve of
3: these buses. The
5: Funmeister approves approves of the double-deckers.
3: Now, Lee, is it better on the top or on max. the bottom for these funmeister buses?
5: Yeah, he went there. Anything is fun. <laughs> it don't matter. No, leave the power fun. bottom. He loves that bottom. He likes
1: the double-decker. He Boom. likes to be close to the exhaust. Yeah. Boom, mm. ooh.
3: Well, what, let, me just, let me just give a little background first, and then we'll kind of go into how it kind of demised, and then kind of EY, you can kind of chime in and everyone else kind of chime in right, so there. Th-
2: this is the World Showcase double-decker buses. Double-decker buses, right around yep, World this Showcase. This was kind of there
3: on opening day, and it kind of lasted into about the mid 1990s. Kind of, there's no exact time frame of when these kind of buses kind of disappeared. But Disney, at the time, back in 1982, they thought World Showcase kind of a 1.3 mile loop to kind of get around World Showcase. They thought it was gr- be a great idea to have these double-decker buses, kind of mostly in red, but a kind of a couple different. Colors And what they would do is they would stop at different places around World Showcase and kind of basically take people around stopping at the different countries.
5: They should have had a drinking around the world bus. That would have been amazing. Oh, yeah. If you're too drunk to drink <laughs>
0: to That's
6: walk. right. Oh, you're just too wow. drunk to walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just don't get almost, on the top
3: well. of the bus. <laughs> so that kind of what happened over time is these buses kind of came less and less. And we'll get into kind of why they kind of disappeared. You know, I want to get your thought process on that. So then for a while there, it was kind of like, now I remember this. They used to shove a whole bunch of Disney characters on this bus, like as many as they can fit. And they would just stop at a location, mostly around the holidays. They would call it characters on holidays. And then they would just all jump off the bus and go around and get pictures, autographs, or whatever. This is kind of before the Disney handlers back in the day and kind of whatever. So they used it for that. And then they one time they used to basically it was a like a junkadoo bus show. Junkanoo,
2: yes, I junk-a-joo. remember the junkanoo buses. Wait, what? So that? they would have like
3: reg It was awesome. And like Latin pop and they would have a band on it playing. So they still wanted to keep these buses around just to kind of different functions. But as you can kind of see over time, they still use the buses, but they wouldn't allow guests on it. Why do we get rid of these World Showcase buses?
2: Uh right, so you're tossing the question to us is why we got rid of the buses. So the logistics guy over
1: here. Well, logistically, I don't want buses traveling down the exact same road as pedestrians (laughs) like logistically (laughs) i don't want to get sued practically i would say because it sucked because it was so excruciatingly slow it was slow if from what i remember because you would stop every pavilion to let people in and out and just you know you was just and plus like they're navigating the walkways would everybody walk in there so the buses are already going slower than you could walk to get to the next place anyway? So that's my guess.
2: Well, I, I can tell you, I mean, not to contradict you, but they didn't stop every pavilion. They, stopped, they had certain stops around the lagoon. And that's the suck part because it's like, if you wanted to go to say like China, the bus would pass up China because I think there was a, if I remember correctly, there was a pickup at Mexico. They would pass up China and then whatever pavilions, maybe one or two, and then you'd have to double back to go check it out if you if you decided to do that but if you're going from one place to like say you wanted to get to germany real quickly you could do that but um yes i i, I as the hazard guy i definitely agree uh with the amount of people we have now in the parks it's really hard to traverse world showcase especially with the choke point at mexico between mexico and norway mm-hmm. uh, that is really really tough to get a bus through I no, honestly
5: it doesn't even seem like the bus would
2: fit through there. It it's it fit through there. You know, there wasn't as crowded as before. But even worse than that, it's like when you now you have like people doing drinking around the world, you have those steps going up to the second floor. That's really dangerous, you know. Especially, you know, people climbing the pyramids and whatnot. Especially <laughs> people trying to get off the thing and they're drunk. <laughs> yeah, there is that. I can <laughs> see lawsuits <laughs> and stuff happening. So as much as I love the buses, I can understand why they they went away.
3: And this was really before they did drinking around the world and all that. You know, this was the eighties, early nineties. I think oh, even before like um, around the world, international food <laughs> wine <you> know, <laughs> kind of came into existence. Uh, so once true, again, yeah. it was just yeah. But I got a,
4: I have a question. So you're saying that uh, the how would you know what specific stops the bus made if it didn't stop at each?
2: They had they had they had a uh, bus station uh, bus stops. They had signage along the uh, route. I remember that. And okay. It, so
4: it's like the bus is going to be here. Yeah. You to just like
2: you have city buses. They have like a bus stops every couple of pavilions or so. Oh, wow. So yeah. the bus driver's not even that interactive. Like it, it's- I don't remember interaction with the bus as much. You hopped on, you got off. It wasn't like the night bus from Harry Potter. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know it wasn't like that. That would have been cool, actually. I just remember you got on. It was like, oh, yeah, you're walking along, and then you got off, and that was it. Yeah, I mean- yeah.
4: As a, you said, this was a double-decker bus, right?
3: Yeah, it, it held thirty-four people.
4: Okay, so which, uh, you
3: know, think of number-wise.
4: No, I've I, I've ridden a double-decker bus, but that was for college. In, okay, in college. That I was your
5: ex.
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
4: at, at me there in college. That's not fun, Fun Meister, but that was a good one. (laughs) He is a Fun (laughs) Meister. That was a good riff. I picked a good title for Lee. (laughs) Now I'm traumatized again. First show of the year, (laughs) traumatized.
6: Um...
1: I forgot I was gonna say. It now, <laughs> no, he uh, took the he took the fun right, right out of me. Wow, you he say that, his brain. You know why? Because she always made you go to the back of the bus. Oh, Yeah, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. And I always went to the front of my wallet. It was bad. No, no, no. I meant like to the back. Yeah, to no, yeah. The no. back door kind of man, right? Oh, yeah, no. Lord. It wasn't racial. Oh, good lord. Never mind. Well, I mean,
4: it's okay. It was it was to
1: multi- facial. Whatever, cause she's the bus. She's the bus. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? She's the bus. You're yes. riding her. i yes. in the back. I, if yes, you have to cause...
3: explain it, the joke kind of just went out the window. Yeah. No, i but he
2: kind of did, cause I kind of got. I'll call.
4: It. Anyway, anyway,
2: if, if, if I if I had real quick, I need to correct something. Maybe it did stop at every pavilion. Okay, my ex-wife. Because, no,
1: it, yeah, yeah <laughs> maybe your ex-wife did stop. <laughs> what kind of country is this? Now she went from being a double decker bus to a pavilion. <laughs> yeah, <that way. laughs> I
3: personally think Kevin has no idea. Oh, no, no, I, I, no, Kevin's because, like, no. well, it kind of stopped in China, but maybe it did stop in uh, Germany. Maybe not. I don't remember. Do so, you no, have so the, the correct reason, information? The reason,
2: the reason being is because there wasn't as many pavilions back then. That's true. That when that they sure first is. opened. So maybe they actually did at one point. And then when they added pavilions, they just never added those new pavilions. They never put out. it back in the route. Yeah, they because okay. I was looking it up and it was like, it, it takes you to Mexico, China, Germany, Italy, the American Venture, Japan, France, United Kingdom, and Canada. Which are all pretty much the opening day pavilions, right? Right. Yep. I mean, there's there's no Morocco, there's uh or whatever else. So Norway, um, yep. yeah, or Norway. Yeah. So so apologies, but I, I oh said, no, Norway, no no no, uh, uh, right. so, that's yeah. sorry, Go ahead. That's I just, we just, we just I just, wanted, I just phone, wanted to right. correct that because I was like, uh, you know, someone wasn't sick me around and I had to look it up.
4: We I mean, ex wife's a continent. We I mean, what would do? <laughs> do
6: about
2: see a that. whole continent. Like, a whole continent. <laughs> Still in the back. So you took that boat around the tip wow, of that boat, boat, that, tip from of that From out of a horn. bus to a pavilion to a continent. <laughs> yeah, I
4: was I was Christopher Columbus. That's what happened. Bad <laughs> oh, discovery. you didn't plant a flag anywhere. <laughs> well, I, I discovered some new territory in, in some other part of the continent, I
2: hope. So did, so did you plow I, a canal through so you can get through easier? I mean, you know, there's
4: a. <laughs> I made a miracle happen. That's all I can
1: tell you. Oh, he took the tunnel. Yeah, it was irrigation. That irrigation yeah. Yes.
4: So um, bean double-decker bean counter. bus. Bean it, counter. Uh, First of all, that's that's tough maintenance. Second of all, because uh, it's it's going to probably be like parts and stuff from like a whole other area. So that's really expensive to keep up with. Not to mention the lawsuit from having all those people, like you said, involved in that. Now, if we cut the cost, that's less drivers. That's less the uh, cast members that have to. You well, said fuel. like in the very beginning.
1: I yeah. I we'll Bob really- Gurr was the one who designed those buses uh, yep. earlier. Now, earlier then I think about I it. I think I think you're right. Yeah. Is this true? I think I. I, I
4: it's a rumor. I don't know
3: if it's one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay.
1: I think that's what happened.
4: What did he say? Is rumor?
1: So, right? It's a rumor. Yeah. It's
3: rumor. Like, so it. basically, it's okay. They did mainline transportation for Disneyland, which were similar buses. So I think they're saying that basically they took time and just transferred it over to EPCOT when they designed the buses there. So.
4: Okay, so, uh, yeah, I, I would think long term, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. That's a lot of parts and maintenance that uh, they don't have to deal with, which means that cuts down the amount of people that has to fix them. Fuel, like Kevin said. So, yeah, uh, getting rid of a double-decker bus, that saves a lot of hassle.
2: Yeah, I had to look it up, Danny, but... Yeah, the Disney Omnibus is what they called it. Omnibus. They, they, they called oh, it, no. It's got the Omnicron, too? It does. <laughs> it was first introduced to no, in Disneyland in 1956, designed by Bob Gerter, is one of the most high-end collectible vehicles in existence. I rule. Yeah, wow. I mean, I'm glad we called that So that, that makes one. sense. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And apparently it's at this... Volo Auto Museum in Illinois. So not the rumor. Look at that. There is one right there. We need to go to Illinois. I like how you logistically did that. We need to go to Illinois. All right. Sorry.
4: So were we was one of us like closer than the other one as far as like why they got rid of it? Well, there's
3: like, I don't have the distinct answer. You know what I mean? Oh, Oh, but I just kind of like to hear your kind of feedback on it. And uh, I think generally you guys answers are generally right.
1: Oh, okay all right yeah. I, mean, I, I do yeah. have
3: some where I do actually have the actual answer oh but generally okay. yeah so
1: there, there is no reason why it went away that has been stated publicly
3: Correct. okay, right. okay. some exactly. other ones you can kind of put two to two together you mm-hmm. know what I mean Sure so so the next two I'm gonna kind of um, lump together a little bit just because they're kind of similar but first off you guys obviously remember this and maybe you guys kind of took it. so Disney's kind of venture into the minivans
1: Oh minivans.
3: So this was kind of their attempt at kind of, you know, Ubers lifts and that kind of, you know, basically Disney wanted to kind of get their foot in the foot in the, that door. So did you guys ever take any? Danny, any of these yes. Yes. Danny yes. Did, yeah. did Danny we both dip.
4: take it one time? Uh, a, right. Because it was like no transportation. It was like really late at night. We came from a dinner. I remember you like talking that. about
1: it on a trip. Mm, you took it, didn't I you definitely know? took it to go see Rise of Resistance. Yeah, I definitely took it with Anna one time. I think I took it twice with Anna. Actually, when we, when we went there. I don't remember taking it with you, but it's possible. It's but what yeah. you take it is the point. Yes, yes.
3: So yes. Yeah, so these were. This started in July 2017. It kind of expanded from you know various Disney restore, resorts, and these were uh, Chevrolet SUVs that they just kind of convert, it held six passengers. They kind of made it little polka dots to kind of make it you know the mini Di- Disney kind of theme. Cute as a and button. And in two years' time, it had a million customers. Wow. You know, and then all of a sudden, it's wow. gone. So, okay. yeah, I mean, I'm
5: sure there was some COVID to that. It's like made it go away being inside a small enclosed environment.
3: But you're usually just by yourself. It's not like you're picking up other passengers. Usually. Yeah, but you're
5: still like you're that. I'm talking about the drivers themselves being around okay. clients yeah. or customers. I don't, I don't know. I'm just. Wait, that's my job. I'm just throwing up. Yeah, <laughs> <not, they're not laughs> yeah, you're the Yeah, make it fun. Oh. Hey, okay, see.
3: So would these lead be fun for you?
5: It depends. I think there, I think there are fun if you get the right driver. Uh, I heard stories of drivers that were giving like all kinds of cool Disney, uh, knowledge and, and, and folklore and things like that and like being entertaining to the guests. So I think in that case, it could be entertaining for the guests as opposed to just like being on a bus with the drivers don't really interact anymore and they don't, they just throw on the recorded spiel and stuff like that. So I think they could be fun. Uh, it should be, there could be definitely a, a facet of fun to them. With oh, the right driver. Facet of fun. Facet of fun. Very faucet. As facet opposed to a of faucet fun. A facet of facet. As, yeah, no, it's definitely not a faucet of fun. No, it's no, not pouring out, but, you know, a little facet. Fun. <laughs> yeah. It's you a trickle. You don't it out. Trickle of fun. No. no. An
1: old man drip. <laughs> it's a drip.
5: Drip, <laughs> 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 a drip. I said drippage. Yeah.
4: You don't want your driver dripping.
1: You know, I was looking it up. So minivans were retired in October of 2020. So, Lee might be right. There might have been, like, I'm not saying it's the only reason. Maybe he's got the correct reason, but I wouldn't be a bit surprised if that's COVID paid a little bit of a part of it.
4: Now, is it possible that if COVID is or we get a better control of it, then this could come back if that theory is? I don't think so. It's still
3: on the website. Um, Eli listed as temporary, unavailable From from what I heard, they're basically selling off the vehicles as fast as they can.
5: Right. That's what I heard. Yeah. So, I don't get it because like Uber drivers are banking. Um, I mean, I don't know if, again, maybe this is Eli's department. Maybe the Disney wasn't making enough money off of it or something like from what they had to pay the cast members to drive them. I don't know. But it seems like a no-brainer. I mean, people – this is the age of Uber and Lyft. Wow. How could Disney – fail with this because they were charging more than uber and yeah
4: that's the thing i remember you saying that
1: it was like a 70 or it was like 20 dollars more no, than normal 70. uber right it was like it was a flat fee uber charges you by where you're going it was a flat fee of like 20 25 no matter where no matter how short how long yeah yeah that yeah. okay. may have been per ride it made there may have been I, it's been so long See uh, it's
3: it's spans that towards the end, Danny, and I think you're right in your cost estimates. They actually were expanding to the airport. So they were definitely looking for different like venues. So, I, you know, obviously, I think Kevin doesn't really have, you could say, argue the insurance. You know, but safety wise, as long as it's the drivers are trained, I don't think there's a safety issue. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, other than the COVID thing is about the other part I would mention is that because we're, unless we're actively sanitizing between each and every set of passengers. You run that risk as well.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And think about that. So, yeah. That's why I'm the Hazard guy. I
4: mean, (laughs) Lee is an accountant for a living. So, there's no disputing what he said. But, like, I think on top of that, if you're cutting into someone else's business, like Uber, if you just say you went to the airport, they probably had, like, a high sense of, uh, Politics that they had to deal with, like, you know, fees where you had to go to the airport or something extra like that. That's probably more stuff that they had to deal with as opposed to just going from resort to park. You know what
1: I mean? So that cost might have eaten into what they were making too. Well, but I mean, they still had Magical Express at the time they got rid of them. So, I mean, I can't imagine they were making that much on airport. That's what I'm I'm saying. They may
4: have to have dealt with because, like, you talk to the airport, you got taxis already there, like, you know, uh, already have an Uber. So now you have... Magical Express. They're supposed to build a train. So I don't don't think the airport's like, oh, yeah, you Disney, come on in. They probably were like, yeah, we want... They're like, like, no, you're already here. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Well, Danny, that's kind of... You kind of just touched on the next topic, and now that we're kind of talking about it, so my next topic is the Magical, Magical Express, which just ended January 1st. So... Well, you take Magic, Magical Express, it would be free. The minifans, where they'd be charging, should go into the airport. Maybe they've realized people are like, screw that. I don't want to take the minivans. I can go to the airport for free. But then why did the, why did the bus transportation at Disney end? Like it started in 2005, was there for well, 16 years. Didn't
5: they have a contract with Mears and they just decided not to renew it? That's my understanding. So, I mean, they just probably got tired of dealing with the logistics of of the bus transportation.
4: I thought there was something else about the the city of Florida itself,
1: right? Yeah, they were they were building a train. Yeah, the yeah. Brightline Express.
5: We, mm-hmm. did, we, did, we did a
2: show on we it. We did a show on oh, it. Yeah, that's, what I, that's yeah. what I remember. About the Brightline Express or whatever. So that's politic.
4: And uh, as an accountant, we just didn't get the right politician to dig in his
1: pockets at Disney <laughs> at that time. But give us a few more centuries and we'll fix that. Well, this is smack dab also in the middle of COVID. And people were not traveling to the world as much. And they were cutting... Everything you were paying for parking now, you were paying for so many things that you never had to do. I think this was a cost cutting measure, is my guess. With the idea being that there would be a similar service by Disney offered down the line, but it just has never materialized. And maybe, maybe it is a train thing, it just I don't know, man. That seems... Well, it's funny about the train because it's not even built yet. Yeah. It Also, it's like... A, what is it? Like a 20-minute drive from the airport to Disney? It's not bad at all. Yeah. It's yeah. not a bad. I don't think you need it. Fine.
4: Well, what if you have a cut in this trans, this new transportation system as Disney? Then you uh, allocate your cost towards that. You think that they're forcing opposed- to develop a need? But I don't want to say force. I'm just saying they might be like, hey, look, this is the future. You hop on this now while it's cheaper. Then you won't have to deal with it when it's made and it's more expensive.
3: See, the one issue I'm having is this was a way for Disney basically to keep you on property. Hey, we'll pick you up at the airport. It was a benefit, you know, as we can kind of attest, you know, for a travel agent. Hey, you can get back and forth to the airport for free. So why would then Disney kind of cut their like, quote unquote, freeway as a guest for you to get them? You're like basically stuck on site. You know what I mean?
1: My guess would be that. Uber just made it affordable to be able to like, I remember staying on Disney property and having to book the Mears shuttle to go to Universal when you wanted to before Uber and Lyft and all that existed. And man, you really really needed to want to go because it was a lot of money. Being able to book an Uber or Lyft and making it so affordable, just transport yourself back and forth. It stopped being such a thing. Having said that, yeah, no, I I do agree with what he says in the sense that It does seem like you would want to give some people incentive not to roam if you can, Um, not to want to have to come out of pocket for transportation. I don't know. Maybe they're thinking to themselves, "Hey, if they're paying for a shuttle service to get on property, they won't have enough money left to pay for a shuttle service to get off of property." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I don't know. Hey, you know what I?
2: You know, what I used to do with the airport a lot when back when I was in college, a little younger and stuff. Was I used those town car services? And you know, this is back before like Lyft and Uber were around. Um, you know, you you just you pay. I would think it was like seventy five bucks. They'll pick they pick you up at the airport, drop you off at your resort, and then for the same price. Uh, part of that price, they would also pick you up from your resort and bring you back to the airport. Interesting. Okay, I don't know if you remember guys seeing those things, but yeah, the little black town car things that used to pick people up back before Uber and Lyft were a thing. I'm aware of them. It's almost like a limo, hiring a limo, but not as expensive. Yeah, but we, not as yeah. expensive. Yeah, not as we expensive. we ain't got as G as you do, Kevin.
6: So you. Know.
4: But it was
2: cheap then. I mean, you think about like a round trip 75 bucks, you know. Ooh,
5: pick yeah, you up, I, mean, drop I, I just you off. priced out um oh, yeah. I just priced out a not a limo but like a little minivan service for a client and it was $135 one way. One Damn. way. Wow. Yeah, it's just one way, way. Yeah, so yeah. How many people? $70 round trip. I mean, it's 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 a van. They, the party it's a party of 8, so they mm. you know, they needed a bigger. Okay. So it's not terrible, but I mean, it's it's not cheap. Hopefully yeah, back in easier.
2: the day, the time cars, that I, I mean, as long as you could fit in the time car, it didn't matter.
5: But again, I, I got to feel like there's something to do with the actual cost of maintaining the fleet and all that kind of stuff that had to be a factor in here. Because as Danny said, I mean, it's a, a great service if you are on the on the client side of it. It's free. Like, hey, I'm, I got to pay nothing to get there. And again, you have a captive audience now. There's no reason... I would, you know, clients would be like, well, you know, we want to go over to Universal for a day or like, well, you know, you're really better. Your money's better spent just to spend an extra day at Disney and let's plan a Universal vacation for next year or something like that. You know, because between the cost of the tickets that are going to be more because you're only buying one or two days and the cost of getting over there for one or two days, even if you do Uber, it's it's still going to be like 30 bucks or something. You know, you're better just to spend another again with the ticket system that Disney has is good to spend just another extra twenty bucks or so per person and just stay another day. You know, so again I, I this one is one that, that kind of confounds me right now. And again, it's new, so maybe that's part of it, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't get why that such a great system that everyone loves. No one complains about Magical Express. No one complains.
2: They only complain <laughs> about when you leave and it's Tragical Express. We yeah. covered yeah. this when it
1: happened and we were all like I mean There's got to be something coming down the pike. There's got to be something on the verge of being announced by Disney. And as it gets closer to the date, something's going to come up, and they're going to be like, okay, here's the Disney official such-and-such service. And... We'll take it right on property. And, and even if they charged you for it. Exactly. You know, there, there's not even that. That's what we figured would happen, but they haven't. And and like you said, Lee, I think it's a missed opportunity because I do believe people would, if they're like, hey, you know, for an extra 10 bucks, we'll do this. People will do it as opposed to spending the 30, 40, $50 it takes. If you're doing an Uber, I'm, I can't remember how much it is off the top of my head.
3: I mean, they have the bosses, so, you know, yeah. I don't know. But let's go on to the next one. The next one I think is pretty obvious. And I, I, I personally think this was a crazy idea. This had to be a Michael Eisner idea, pretty mm-hmm. much. You know, Michael Eisner came up with some really kind of crazy ideas. So let's talk about the Disney World Raceway. You guys remember this one? The
5: Di- oh, the Tom oh, Petty yes. the Raceway? The Tom Petty. Uh, not Tom Petty. What's his name? Oh, not Tom
3: oh, Petty. T- oh, Richard, Tom, Pe-
5: Richard, Richard Petty. Richard Petty. <laughs> <laughs> so you can throw Tom Petty in there, you know. Wrong Petty.
1: <laughs> wrong petty uh, that's so, all right lee don't back down <laughs> oh nice
5: yeah
3: so disney had this great idea let's rip up the magic kingdom parking lot let's open a racetrack and we could hold like nascar events like right in the middle of the magic kingdom parking lot so, <laughs> <ka-chow>. <laughs> and this was before even cars kind of even existed
1: no huh. ka so, no chalice no chow
3: <laughs> so a car all right so eli six million dollars to build Okay. Don't do it. (laughs) Open up in 1995. They did one race in 1996, which drew in 50,000 people. And then it just fell apart from there. Then in 1997, they're like, Oh, wait, we're not really doing NASCAR races anymore. So we need to open up this driving experience where you could pay, I don't know, like 200 bucks or whatever it was. And you could drive around the, drive around the, the racetrack, you know, with, with maybe half an hour training or kind of, you know, whatever.
5: So I mean as a fundmeister this is Right on <laughs> right on target, man. Like you get to drive fast and you know, and, and you know Go
3: fast, Lee, get
6: your
5: ball. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Columbian Batter I Mountain. Mountain. <laughs> yeah, man. So the Funmeister approves of this. I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> well Granny says put
4: the
1: lid right on the jar. Yeah,
4: it could cost six million to build, but you're not making
1: that back. CeeLo Green over here is gonna tell you <laughs> no one's going to Disney World to watch NASCAR. Right? No.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna help you out too. Eli look we lost a lot of revenue with the lost parking spaces as co- as opposed to the number of people booking this experience or whatever else or the money we've made upon that it just doesn't add up we could have made more money by now had we not taken away those parking spots and as far as hazard goes to help you along too the insurance that we had to cover the people that were either driving.
1: Didn't someone die?
3: Yeah, somebody died. Yeah, someone it's, always gets expensive. Get hurt, car. expensive.
2: Yeah. Nobody dies on Disney property. No, you're
6: not,
4: <laughs> yeah. you're not
2: supposed no, to. Dies on Disney property. Well, well, we we eventually, lot, when so they, they got a in the they hospital. They died at celebration, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's
3: the final destination. So you no, know but yeah,
2: is, there's a lot that's tied into all of our areas. Well, except for the fun. I right mean,
3: there. they also built it on the cheap. They didn't think about it. Issues. They threw together some temporary bleachers for like the race spectators. So they just oh, it was wow. just poorly accepted. Wow. Yeah. You yeah.
4: wait. So six million dollars. That was just haphazard.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah, from what I good. read here, basically there was parking issues. Fifty-one thousand people. You ripped up the parking lot. Where do you park? Exactly. You this race. You park
4: on
3: exactly. the lane. <laughs> That's the <laughs> versus the parking lot you just ripped up. So, the Richard yeah. Petty
5: parking. The Richard Petty parking experience.
1: Yes. Or maybe you don't park. Maybe you just drive right on the track and use your car and go around in a S- fast. I like that. Center field. Oh, right. you could have center field. Uh, a, a
5: drive turn in. Left. Turn left. <laughs> yeah. A turn drive left. in race. I didn't realize that this was built not as an experience. It was built to actually host races. Yep. That was the original That I didn't know. I, I knew about it as a, the, you know, the driving experience, but I never knew it was actually. I mean, why would you not just go down to Daytona? It's 40 minutes down the road. Like, that doesn't make sense. I bet Disney
2: yeah, as I... Uh, attempt at trying to capture some of that. That's what I. Even think. though Daytona has been around for a while,
1: what was the idea of the California Adventure? I guess where it's like, hey, if you're coming here, well, there's no need to go see all of Florida. Let
5: just come right here to the Florida Adventure. Oh
1: yeah, we're gonna have
3: to
5: go. We got the Magic Kingdom. Right, we got the Red Dead Kingdom. Yeah, here in the same place.
1: So good and. I think back in the day they used to have race car legend Tom Petty take it. <laughs>
3: Yeah.
1: I used to love his concerts.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Going
2: around
4: the tracks. Yeah, why, the why did
3: they have to be concerts there? <laughs> that would have worked better. Oh, I was going to say, oh,
4: how about this? If you would have had the, if you wanted the customer to have the experience, how crazy would that have been when you came out from the airport and instead of like, you, you get the bus, a Disney NASCAR pulls up and like, go ahead, <laughs> put your bags right there in the truck. We're about to get on right here. they like,
2: just take off that you in your trip. Right there on the track. Now, maybe there you got more experience for that. that that's funny. It's like, yeah. if you pay for the price to drive from the airport to the resort. That's what I'm the thinking. The guy hopping is like, you know, I got like 20 kilos of Colombian Bam Bam strap. Mm-hmm. And Florida <laughs> Highway Patrol is coming after you. What you going to do? What Time penny. penny. Do? Can we make this happen? Rev it up.
4: up. There's an extra 500 right there. We go ahead and beat on Smokey right there <laughs> on the 1540. Last dance with Mary yeah,
2: Jane. I tell you <laughs> what. <laughs> so we make that commute to the Animal Kingdom Lodge a lot. Faster, yeah. I think that would have been a,
4: a better way because, like, you know, again, we always say whenever you go to the park, the last thing you want to hear is, Oh, it's just gonna cost this much more money because you've already spent money to go there. But I'd say, Yeah, making that part of the initial experience. You might have made some extra cash
1: right there. I think we could have kept some of that back if we have did that. So why did Disney say, don't come around here no more? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Keith. Well,
3: I, I think you, you really touched on all the ideas. You know, there was an accident. Somebody got killed. Yeah. Safety. And reasons. they were like, don't
1: do me like that. Don't, don't do me like Basically, that. People no. weren't going to
3: NASCAR races, <laughs> and they weren't making money off this racing experience. So, And then eventually they ripped it down, and they built a parking lot again. So <laughs> they were
1: fireballing. They were free-filing fireballing. Oh, and- my goodness. <laughs> man, they just got lucky.
3: Oh. <laughs> so, let's kind of, let, let's shift gears a little bit and so we're Yeah, because we don't have with- to live like
1: a refugee. Yeah, we don't want to back down, man. Oh. Let's do it. God. Shift gears. Shift All it. right,
3: so we're shifting gears away from land and now we're moving to Disney water transportation. Now, there's a lot of it.
2: Water sports.
3: Water sports, yes. Yes. Let, let's first, Um, let's go back into 19... 19- kind of go back. Where is Gentler time frame. Hitler. You're in the Magic Kingdom. It's early 1972. Do you want to go on this slow moving swan boat that goes around the the castle? Oh
4: yeah, the swan boat. If you got your lady with you, yeah.
1: I remember the swan boat. I, I swan never. Boats. I don't remember riding one. I never did. But I remember seeing them.
3: It was from 1972 to 1983, mm-hmm. and apparently it was there was 12 swan boats. Each boat held twenty six passengers. There you go, Danny. Oh, There's that's little... big. Yeah, that's and not it what was I was. A was very okay. Slow. Just picture like the boats from It's a Small World, and sh- like that speed and yeah. shape of like swan boats, and just mirandered slowly, kind of around the uh, the castle.
1: Let <laughs> 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 so, uh, so, is transportation mean? Because I didn't say anything about the Tom Petty raceway extravaganza, <laughs> but um, <laughs> like with. The Swambos, was it transport like did they drop you off at several places or was it just a ride like when you ended up at like is it transportation if you end up at the exact same place that you left
3: it's <laughs> well it's kind of ride transfer. ride transport
5: transportation
3: transportainment Transportation. oh I like <laughs> that.
5: Funmeister
1: came through on that that's <laughs> a good way to put it so by that logic Speedway would be transportainment right you're yeah. there
3: so to- call call what you want Danny so yeah yes. Logistically,
4: yeah. that's what you would call it. Is.
3: These are like the um, the storyboat canal boats in Disneyland, right? Kind of similar, similar that idea. That makes sense. Now that's still at Disneyland, though. That's still running to this day. That's, yeah. Uh,
5: okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Disney World, no, ten years give or take, and then it's gone. So, so was um, this
5: a uh, non-Funmeister situation? Because it sounds kind of boring. Maybe that. spoken. So, ah, man,
3: okay, it so depends
4: the... on your age in that one. I think Funmeister. You know what I mean? Like eighteen to twenty-one, yeah, not fun. But if you're like
5: our age, let's say, right now, nice cruise around. But it seems like you'd be out in the sun, direct sunlight.
1: I don't know if you're if you're a Disney fan. Again, it, it's to me, it's like the speedways, like the people mover, it's like any of those rides that aren't exactly thrill rides, but it offers you unique views that you would not get anywhere else. And yes, is it does that classify as fun? Uh, I guess it depends on your perspective. For a child, no. For a teenager, okay, no. Well,
5: but I enjoyed the storybook canal. So it was it was it similar in that experience that you would see like little dioramas or something like that, or did you just get like a different view of the castle? I think you just, just, yeah, I well,
3: think you just got you. Yeah. Well, let me view. let me just kind of just uh, fill you in. A bit, right, kind of to Danny's point. So you would see the castle, and this would actually kind of go around Swiss Family Treehouse, okay. and the ride 17 minutes long, Ooh. and there was a live spiel. With a brief with a brief description of the attractions, and for Eli, the attraction guides were basically females. So sounds fun, um, American sounds girl. A
1: lot of fun. No, I remember they like, they were all dressed like Sailor Moon or something. What something like that? Yeah, yeah. with the little. They scrunch? had like a
3: little uniform. Yeah. yeah it was hey, brief, look,
1: so. that sounds a lot of fun. That's a lot lot of
4: looking. Yeah, a lot of looking.
3: So just from a, from an attraction standpoint, remember the e, remember the ticket ticket boost? So E was the big big attraction here. This was a D ticket.
1: I was going to say, I, this is one thing I do remember about them. And I don't remember much because we didn't go that often when I was young. But I do remember them being packed. Like always there was a line to get on these boats.
2: How come there's such a slow loader? Slow moving. That's only 12 boats. It's like, man. I always wanted to say it was a crowd gobbler, but it doesn't feel like it would be. Well, 26 people
4: in one shot is not too bad. But a 17-minute... Did you say 17-minute Yeah, 17 yeah it's slow.
3: Well, they had six boats running. They said the queue could be over an hour. I think yeah. you guys kind of all touched on the reasons why this kind of one kind of went away. Do you guys see nowadays this still being in existence?
1: Well, yeah, I could see that being something. No, obviously not loading in the hub because they need all the space they can for fireworks viewing fireworks and whatnot. Sitting, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it would have to be you loaded somewhere else and you went around but absolutely I mean I think weddings that would,
4: you know something like that yeah. weddings like in other words like you could use it for other uh, events besides just touring well, no uh,
1: I mean I think it's something that your average Disney fan would want to see if you're a hardcore Disney fan I mean what's the point of riding the people mover except just to get a different view sit down in your butt for a little bit and, and see something unique uh, see unique views I should say
2: Actually, I actually like that, Danny. If you were to board these things in a different place than the hub, and but it takes you to the hub exactly. Hey, you though. get those views <laughs> and whatnot. You, 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 yeah, especially it. if it was
5: more of a transportation situation where you would like you could uh, like the railway where you can get off at different points and be like, oh well, hey, let's take the uh, Swamp boats over to Adventureland. Boom. You know,
1: you know, yeah. what it reminds me of saying it reminds me of Discoveryland Land. Uh, uh,
3: Discovery was it?
1: Discovery River Boats Animal in Animal, Duns- Kingdom. Oh, Animal uh, Kingdom. Yeah, was yeah. Just
3: about to say, Danny. I was about to. But they were bigger, I think. They were bigger, oh, right? Go ahead. Yeah. These actually did drop you off at different locations.
1: Okay. That, okay.
3: Yeah. You know, these these lasted. I think it said about a year, and then these was the first Animal Kingdom attraction to kind of close. Now these were shorter. This was about seven to ten minutes, and then it was supposed to show kind of uh, Beast Kingdom. Um, Easily, you yeah. Know, there's supposed to be a dragon kind of in a cave, so there's more to more to see than just kind of like the castle kind of view wise. And then Disney kind of put music on it, radio. DJ, they had a DJ on it. I guess people just don't like to go and stuff and get transported by boat. I don't
4: know. <laughs> I think people are like in a rush mostly time on a trip if they yeah. overstack what they're gonna do. A so lot of people don't like the there.
2: slow attractions anymore. They, they they don't consider it a good attraction unless it's fast and thrilling. Uh, is is what I feel.
4: You would need a dead day for something like this. Something where you're like hey, I don't care where we go. Just you know, you want to kind of see
1: something and chill. That's what this kind of attraction in my head would be for yeah like my impression like when they opened these boats originally was that it was supposed to be like people kind of thought it was gonna be like a the jungle cruise or something like that and the expectation was through the roof and also like Keith pointed out and we've pointed out in previous shows supposed to be a, a preview of beastly kingdom so you were seeing not just the dragon but there was a unicorn that you would see along the way there was um an encounter with a kraken and You know, there was all kinds of little cool things, the troll cave, that kind of thing. And they ended up doing away with all that when they realized they weren't doing Beastly Kingdom anytime soon. But I think once people got on there and realized, well, this isn't what we thought was going to be, people just stopped going. And I think at one point in time, they even called it like a taxi system or something.
3: Disney River taxi. Yep. Disney River. Okay,
1: there you go. So uh, that's the one thing. And the reason I, I know... About that as much as it is because it's the one thing that I wish I would have wrote as a, as a beastly kingdom fan who really wished it's the one thing i I know I passed up riding when I was younger that I wish I would have seen,
2: yeah, I agree, Danny. I'm the same way I'm like, uh, I wish I would have written that, but every time I look over the line, I'm like, eh, okay <laughs> I, I'll come back later, never came back later, but once again, it was popular at it was one popular. point in time it
1: was. it was popular it it goes to show that people will get on these things and they will experience it but you got to give them something to see to what we were saying before i mean the can the storybook canal but i mean they they still operate and now they're looking at his miniatures as long as you give them something to see, which are great (laughs) yeah (laughs) i love that thing man as long as you give them something to see i mean it that's fine.
3: Well, you know, kind of similar. I got two more for you. Kind of similar, kind of in these transportations that go. Is there something to see? Is it kind of a good experience? So I don't know if you guys remember. I'm going to kind of throw these two together. So Mike Think Mike Mike Killaboats. Yes. Yes. And Davy Crockett Canoes. Yes. Yes.
2: I remember that. I always want to do the canoes because they look like they're having fun. Stroke, stroke, stroke. <laughs> 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 Dude, like they still do it
1: in Disneyland. That looks exhausting. Yeah, it looks exhausting. <laughs> but I got to do it. Yeah. I, I, Couldn't disagree more. (laughs) Like, I look at that and I'm like, that would be fun for three minutes. (laughs) After that, I feel like I'm going to be rolling with the Winklevoss twins (laughs) and and
5: say, screw this. I don't
1: know. From the
3: safety guy and the logistic guy, is this more like, before, is there like fatter people in Florida or kind of, you know what I mean? Because they still have it in California.
2: They have a lot of that stuff still in Disneyland. It's
3: kind of interesting. They're a little bit uh,
1: more honoring of the, yeah. Of the things that came before it, than what Disney World is.
3: Yeah, it's just it's just interesting that you know back in the '70s or '80s, these were more "quote unquote" popular attractions, and then as they opened the Big Thunder and Mountains, everyone's like, "I don't need to go on this boat that go, kind of goes nowhere." You know? <laughs> the boat to nowhere. nowhere, Now
2: that's a ride. <laughs> Where <are> you going? <laughs> nowhere. It's funny because the keel boats look like like party barges if they would have rented it out like that. Cause it's like this little boat and like people are piled up and stuff. And it's like, man, if he had drinks and stuff, It'd be like one of those pirate things you see in like Baltimore Harbor. Wow!
1: You I, know? I'm sure Keith is going to be getting into this. Hopefully, coming up. But I mean, that's what I want to hear about is the the world cruise and the and the moonlight yep, cruises. Oh, yeah! To yeah. They were doing yeah, yeah, mean, because they did have cocktails. Did. Okay, go ahead, you Yeah, know? What,
3: Let's kind of jump into that one. This is really fascinating. So let's talk about the uh, Disney World Bay Lake and the Seven Seas Lagoon transportation. So there was all there was all kinds of like boats and transportations and the funny thing is like so like disney obviously opened october 1st 1971 and they're not too busy couple smaller boats that hold like 32 guests you know not too bad or whatever and then they get slammed for thanksgiving and they're like uh oh we need like more boats in the water to transport guests so i think when they built the whole lagoon you know with the transportation ticket center they had the monorail but I think they really underestimated how popular it was. And the next thing you know, they're screaming, like, we need basically any kind of ferry boat. And they actually reached out of Staten Island um, to get as, as big of boats as they could pretty much get. It was um, all
4: your boats. All your boats. <laughs> you're tired. You're hungry. All your boats. Yeah, so then
3: they got these ferry boats, which then started holding between 600 and 650 people. So, oh um, wow. Yeah, so, I mean, even to this day, if you think about it, so I think... About maybe about a, less than a month ago. I don't know if you guys saw this. They built this stairway. So now it connects it from the top level for, and the bottom. From a logistics standpoint, that makes sense. But this needs to kind of move these people kind of back and forth or whatever. So, so Danny, let's kind of uh, jump into kind of what you're talking about. Kind of these, you know, cruises at night kind of thing. Ever. You had these uh, sidewinders, these sidewinder boats. So these were actually boats that had um paddle wheels sides of them. These were more kind of your quote unquote entertainment boats at night. Like so at Disney World now you can't really I mean they have that ferry boat firework cruise kind of sort of and they used to have that one with like Peter Pan where you can kind of go see the fireworks.
5: I did that one. Oh yeah, you did? Fun. Yes. There's not like food and stuff on the cruise. You 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 have snacks and drinks on, on before the, the you contemporary. leave. Temporary. Then you get on the boat. So it's not really like you're not doing that on the boat. No,
3: right. Yes. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just picturing like, this is your 1970s. The guy's going on wearing his suit. The girl's kind of going on in a nice dress. They're going for cocktails and kind of food actually on the boat. And this like, so the first one they did was the world cruise. And this was basically a 50 minute cruise where they were on the lake and pretty much you would just drink and, you know, have food. And it was like five bucks or something back then, back in the Ooh, 70s. Wow. So, you know, from a safety guy chimes in here, logistic guy chimes in here, uh, a guy, you know, just... Uh, well, you know,
1: Keith, I, I, I might be wrong. Uh, maybe you can check. So my memory is that the World Cruise was the one that you went on during the day and the Moonlight Cruise, obviously you went on at
3: night. You, you stay corrected. I'm getting my world and Moonlight mixed up. Yeah, you're correct. Danny. And,
1: and yep. during the world cruise, you would board the boat and they'd have refreshments. I'm not sure about cocktails. I i don't think there was live entertainment, but they had like a spiel, like a recorded spiel that you would listen to. And it would tell you all about the history of how Disney world got built And what's coming because this was like before Epcot even opened.
2: That would have been awesome. Yes. Kind of like a tour, I guess. Yes. Like like a a tour tour. boat. Exactly.
1: And then at night, it would be cocktails, a Dixieland ragtime band. And and, and you went from a 50-minute cruise to like a 90-minute cruise. And it was, you know, it was a party. It was, yeah, the adult cruise. And so, like the
2: Lido deck and the Carnival. But I mean, the thing that about- <laughs>
3: happens on the Moonlight Cruise stays on the Moonlight Cruise. That's yeah. right,
1: baby. But oh,
3: wait, yeah.
1: What's amazing to me about this is because, like, you got to consider it, there was no EPCOT, so there was nothing to do at Disney at night. So these night cruises, you know, you've heard about drinking around the world. This is like drinking, <laughs> drinking around. Bay Lake. <laughs> yeah. Right, but they had right. control
2: of you because you were stuck on their boat. Exactly. Unless you jumped out, and then that would have been interesting. People have done that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they were jumping out trying to find the wave machine. Spoken at the like a safety master.
1: <laughs> right?
2: Yeah, thank you. Yeah. you <laughs> like, you know, you own on that one. Uh, that's not on property. Yeah, but it, goes, it goes to him because uh, the insurance we have to put up for that. That's fair. But, you know, I was, was going to say, like. I like
4: that idea. Like this seems like this idea was a little bit ahead of its time. Yes.
1: 100%. Yeah, I could yeah. see
4: that. Yeah. And yeah. I can see that totally working now. But for a certain elite crowd of people
1: Now you say that. Uh, and, and again, Keith, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe so. What ended up happening is as time went on and they opened up more things, there were more options and less. people They started like booking this out like as a like a like a charter cruise that you could take, like okay. like like a business could be like, hey. You and you know, and all your 80 80 look your, cool. You, yeah, all yeah. your employees come on over here and live it this up. whole thing. Yeah,
3: these were your IBMs. you Kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I could totally see that. I yeah. could,
4: I could see if you could make more money off of this if you had, like, you have the boat and then, like, you give everybody like a checklist. Let's say, like you said, it was a band and all. They have an option of different types of music, different types of options to choose from with this boat ride. Oh yeah, like that would that would go over like gangbusters at night and that's an exclusive thing and let's face it now we're talking future right we're talking future disney or whatever going to the present exclusivity becomes a thing and so this is another upper echelon that you can have if you so choose so yeah that would be a good money maker now maybe not then
5: sir professor but yeah definitely not That would have made a killing This would be something I would pay for 100%. To Eli's point, like this could be. A very especially like a let's say a New Year's Eve. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 bugs, oh yeah. 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 How much bank They're charging? Bank. How much are they charging right now for the part to, to eat at the contemporary? Can you imagine being out on the lake watching the fireworks at midnight? Yeah. Yep. You can charge five, six hundred dollars a head. Easy. I was gonna say you get a whole checklist of all kind of options you can have, multi-tiered options. Woo-hoo-hoo. Desserts. You can rent um a boat right now for I think it was $400 for up to 10 people. And they do mm-hmm. have snacks and stuff like that included. So, yeah, I mean, they, they have something like it right now, but it's not as extravagant as what this could be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it was more of a thing like, yeah, it was a special charter kind of situation that you, you can still do to this day, but it's not on a paddle wheel boat.
3: And I think, Danny, to your point, there was nothing to do. Like, you know what I mean? The park closed. There was no Epcot open way tonight kind of thing. So this was a great opportunity to get the adults out. Yeah. Exactly. unfortunately, part of it is the money guy kind of got involved, safety guy got involved, Funmeister still wants to have fun and party in the boat, but the logistics guy got involved too. What happened over time is these boats just kind of started falling apart. Some of them got damaged and they had to get parts and that kind of thing. And just over time, Epcot opened up, got less popular, combination of the two kind of just slowly died, so... All right, so let's next talk about kind of similar to the sidewinders, which I kind of love that Disney kind of had this idea. So you guys ever hear of the Chinese junket?
5: Yes. Yeah, I remember. I think I talked about that when I did the contemporary show.
3: Yeah. So this was kind of a Chinese kind of junket boat that they had kind of in the Polynesian. You know, maybe they had it kind of at one point in the contemporary as well. So this was called the Eastern Wings, and this was a 65-foot Chinese junk. And it was there from 1978, and it had a bar kind of on the boat. And this was kind of just, you know, jump on the boat, kind of just uh, go out into the water, hit the bar, go see the fireworks. For couples, <laughs> it was 8 bucks and four, 10 bucks for a family. Oh, and crazy. for
2: you uh, younger listeners, a junk is a type of Chinese sailing ship with fully battened sails. It is not... Chinese junk. junk. (laughs) I really
4: thought you were going with your second definition first. I no, I wanted to clarify because somebody would be like,
1: "Hey, hey, hey, Chinese junk." No, not that kind of junk. Well, I was wondering what you were gonna do with all that junk. All that
2: junk
4: is. I was gonna put that in my trunk.
1: (laughs) Your hubs, my hubs, my lovely lady. Your lovely Chinese junk. (laughs) Check it out. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now because I honestly I don't remember that. I remember Toss talking about it on the podcast, but I, don't, I don't remember seeing it.
3: Well, year you were born, Danny,
1: seventy four.
3: Uh, four years old. You're not like, oh, look at the big giant Chinese junk boat or whatever. Yeah, I wasn't, drunk. I wasn't
1: junk. I wasn't staring at any Chinese junk <laughs> when I was four. <laughs> Maybe you couldn't find it. No, <laughs>
4: <laughs> I watched Sanford and Son when I was you know young. They I mean, had junk in there. I had a junk, they they had they had a junk, junk, junk
2: truck. Yeah,
6: had, a junk had a junkyard,
2: right?
4: Yeah. A
6: beer, beer,
3: beer, and then
2: brothers had some junk.
3: Well, I mean, can you just imagine, you know, like you said, can you imagine just a corporate, you know, group IBM or whatever, just kind of running this thing out, kind of just the parties and, you know, everything that they kind of, you know, had there. So I think just over time, it's kind of just once again, one of those Disney ideas that I'm just kind of maybe this isn't the best idea. So I, don't I know. think
5: this is man. This is a Funmeister special, man. This this should make a comeback. Yeah, no. I'm reading like the advertisement says each cruise approximately
1: an hour and a half is a separate adventure in and of itself with complimentary co- cocktails and exciting complimentary. Energy. Yeah. So this time the co- like because in the the World Cruises you had to pay money for the cocktails and <laughs> um, this time for the extra money you get complimentary cocktails. Plus, you get to glimpse the water show at six for well, eight bucks. No, yeah. no way; those prices stay the same in,
4: in today's world. Mm-hmm. But oh, you'd yeah. have yeah. to adjust yeah, this- it, Mister
1: Accountant. Depending upon the of time course. schedule you you book this, glimpse the water ski show at six, the electrical water pageant at eight thirty, or fantasy in the fire, uh, fantasy in the sky fireworks at ten. So. Yeah, man, that's pretty cool. Eight dollars for a couple. Singles four dollars, or the entire family ten bucks. Yep. So, which one was more popular between the two? My junk.
2: <laughs> you're not well, Chinese. I, All that junk. I'm not Chinese. You're right.
3: I'm just looking at the time frame. Um, I I would have to say just based on the time frame, Eli, I think the Sidewinders were a little bit because they kind of closed kind of um around eighty two, while the junk had lasted to um around seventy-seven, seventy-eight. So three or four years time frame, I guess, difference. So.
1: It tells you how desperate they were for nighttime entertainment. They're like, man, look, that that's the only entertainment we get. Go get drunk on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> Don't jump off it. Go get <laughs> yeah. drunk on a junk. So <laughs> Natalie Wood experience. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh man. man. Yeah. Are you
4: this tall to get on this boat? We want to make sure. You gotta swim back if you jump off of it.
3: So the next thing is they had these what were called bob around boats. So these were kind of they were bob and wheel boats.
2: Bob, 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 around.
1: Yeah, they were the shanana boats. Bob around. Bob, 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 a boat. Bob around the boat. Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So these were kind of um. These were round boats, like circular boats, with like a canopy on it, with um like the kind of 1970s red or kind of blue kind of stripes, and it had a little kind of electric kind of boat in the back, and you kind of just spun around or not really, kind of, but there was really no bumper, but. It,
4: you're in a boat being towed by another
5: boat, is what you're saying? No, it had like boat? a little motor, like a trolley motor.
3: Yeah, it had like a trolley motor, right. But it was a circular boat with this like probably um, stale or kind of whatever, kind of on top. And it was interesting because it had a lightning rod on top. That There's a safety,
5: oh, Mr. Safety oh, Officer. How, man.
3: how many people would fit on these boats? Maybe Five or six? Yeah, no. Okay. Oh my God. Okay.
1: So I'm looking at it. I'm, yeah, trying, I'm to it to yeah, it. Like trying to think of a way to explain it. Yeah. Uh, that's why I have time to
3: describe
2: it. Above a bathtub with a lightning rod above it. Yes. That's yes. exactly it. it. Pretty much. If you take like a, a one like of a those top. raft rides you and you put that? a top on it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you you want to see it there? Yeah. 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 If you took a raft ride, like Kali well, <laughs> River Rapids, you put a little tent above it and the a okay. lightning rod sticking up. That's what you got. That's a bobber. It's oh, a circular wow. boat yes. with a. Yeah, yeah. It looks
4: like a big donut with a lampshade over it. That's essentially That's about right. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, it looks like if 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 a if, uh, if a bathtub and a tent had a baby.
4: Yeah, that's totally seventies right there. That's a totally old school look. That would not. Have, but then
2: she cheated on the Mad Hatter
4: and it came out with, yeah. with a different size. Yes, that's right.
1: Well there ain't no way you're gonna you're not gonna get seasick. On that yeah, thing. that's too
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. How
1: it's do you steer that?
3: In a circle? A, a little motorboat, <laughs> but I would imagine you kind of just went around in circles a lot, you know? Yeah. That's so
4: Exactly. You're never Whee! supposed to go in circles with your motorboat either, for the record. you just Oh you're not? No, you're side to side. Never in a
2: circle. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. No. I thought I was in orbit. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> So what happened to these? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's
3: interesting, but like, I'm just kind of looking at some of the other boats. I think these were just, it's the 1970s. Disney's just kind of throwing out recreation. So the other kind of boats you could rent, you could rent a war canoe, or, <laughs> yes. a, or you could Wait, rent your stop. own ski boat with a, st- with a driver. Stop that
6: war
4: canoe. Yeah, you I got want a, a war that, canoe. Yeah, what <laughs> war canoe? Like, what you get to do with the war canoe?
3: You get that was only a dollar per person. Yeah, like, do.
5: You know what they say war
4: canoes are good canoes. I just said, that's a cool. First of all, that's a cool name for anything. Uh, second of all, that should have been a very interactive. Thing to have done, you'd have gone against another war canoe. Think that'd have been awesome. You'd have sold some tickets. Dude, I don't know, like, uh,
1: war canoes that it's like it's <laughs> like an oxymoron, like jumbo shrimp or something, you know? <laughs> like,
3: hey kids, let's go on the war oh, canoe and not yeah, on exactly. that other canoe. Or, you know what I mean? It's like okay. I declare war
2: in canoe. Oh, in canoe. <laughs> there's no canoes like war canoes. Yeah. That's the cutest little war you could ever have.
3: Is that's that's going to be a quick
4: war. That's so, I didn't realize how low into the water that was. You know,
3: obviously this was just some of the Great 1970s kind of, you know, like you could rent your own ski boat with a driver. like, And then for 10 bucks more, you can actually get an instructor to learn how to a water ski. You know, it's just like, it's just funny.
1: Where were these housed at? These war canoes.
3: I'm guessing the Polynesian, I get, You know what I mean? It was only the Polynesian and the contemporary back in the day. There's no Grand Floridian. There you know,
1: was no so. Fort Wilderness? Because that, to me, oh, well, would have be, been cool. Yeah. Yeah. This sense. seems like a
2: perfect fit for Fort Wilderness. Well, this is, I mean, they kind of remind me of the the, the David Crockett Explorer canoes over this Right.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
2: It's almost kind of the same thing.
3: So, I mean, probably for the same reasons, they probably just kind of, you know, just times change, you know, funmeister to, hey, this is fun, but over time, maybe, you know, I don't know, not as fun or safe or whatever, money, whatever, yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought I had a good grasp on this stuff until I heard about <laughs> bob around boats, Chinese junk, and war canoes. I'm like, mind blown over here. These are fun. These are fun terms. I, yeah. My next so just kind of
3: fun TV to kind of look through. how, you know, 1970s Disney. You know, this was specifically 1973 versus kind of nowadays, 50 years later. It's kind of, yeah. All right, so, yeah, so just kind of another thing we kind of touched on a little bit is they actually had a water King show, um, which they ran for two summers, 1972, 1973, and ran five times daily in the Seven Seas Lagoon, and you can see uh, – Pluto, Goofy, you know, all the Disney characters on kind of water skis.
2: I remember seeing pictures of this. That would have been awesome because it's kind of like Cypress Gardens, which was like not far down the road. I
3: was like, dang, they used
2: to do a lot of that stuff.
4: Insurance Mm -hmm. is high, but keep that.
3: I want to (laughs) see that. And the thing is, I don't know, but apparently they charge you to see this. But like, how would they charge you? Because couldn't you just see it from like the beach or what? You know, it's weird.
2: And they take it onto your hotel room. <laughs> ah, I saw you looking at it, Bill. And they slip it under He's the door. going to charge you. Yeah, out. they you slip know, it under the, the, the door. Window. Slip it under that door and say, hey.
6: They're like, hurry up, yeah, baby. Let's
4: get out for the checkout. For Slide the paper under the door. Pay for it. Why is he going to worry about
3: that? You know, water skiing was obviously popular back then. So it made sense, you know. Okay. They had
1: oh, okay. humans exactly. as well. But yeah, look at that. That's Tigger. That's Pluto. That's Goofy. Water skis. On water
4: skis. Man, that's 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 worth the price of admission right there. It's one is thing unbelievable. to have a character walk up to you while you eat breakfast but water skiing, that's
3: that's pretty fresh. <laughs> Sorry. Man. Yeah, I, I think it would be cool, you know, nowadays, you know.
2: That would have been neat. I I remember I, I remember vaguely seeing some of that
3: yeah i remember seeing it from like the ferry boat just kind of going by hey yeah. There's here, so, yeah yeah i
2: remember seeing for the ferry boat too yeah that's, I that's what i was don't thinking. remember this at all i mean it was rare to be fair it was, it was rare. rare it wasn't like a
3: certain time yeah. when you saw
2: it you're like really did i just see that <laughs> yes you did but it was it's part of the whole thing because back in the day it's like cypress gardens was still in existence and that was their whole shtick was like that whole skiing show where they stacked up on a pyramid yeah, and was yeah, yeah that's killer it was yeah. a big thing so it's like it's like yeah, it made sense they wanted a piece of that as well. Mm. So how long did it run
3: until? It ran two summers. Just two summers. 1972 yeah. and 1973. 1972 and
2: 1973? Well, insane. how do you remember this? I swear I remember seeing skiers. <laughs> you no, know, I, I remember seeing like those characters. I mean, maybe it was like a one-off. He right? was maybe I never saw the Well, I,
3: I, think, I think, Kevin, what they did over time, and we're probably going to the 80s, I don't think they, they had the water ski show, but they just had the characters like, Water skiing behind a boat. That's probably, probably
1: what it is. That yeah. is true sure because That's I'm looking remember, at it. Yeah. It says Disney World 1991 and it's Pinocchio on water skis.
3: I'd still pay to see that. Right, so <laughs> they were dragging whatever character okay. could water ski yes. out there.
1: legs. Whatever costume was waterproof.
3: <laughs> and then they came I, yeah, across right. Ariel and they're
2: yeah. like, why is Ariel water skiing? <laughs> yeah, you
1: right. You're right. You're not very popular. Can you imagine that.
3: nowadays <laughs> the Disney princesses like, in their little bikinis or whatever? Jasmine? You know.
1: Oh, well, yeah, look that you Moonlight are. cruise. They're all topless. I hear. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, you coming yeah, on some Tiana. matters? No,
2: I'm good. I right asked some money for that. Right yeah. by the wall. And I'm oh, right yeah, here. Give I'm me good. Some of that, Tiana. Give me I, that I,
4: Right, I need some glistening. I want both of those beignets. Oh, all that. That's right. <laughs> you going to see a wall
1: could do that day. <laughs> I'm just pitching Kevin's face with a mouth. Ma- <laughs> what? Covered in powdered sugar. Motorboat in that water
0: all right, go ahead. I'm It's psyched. so fattening.
3: Let's <laughs> well, kind of shift away from uh, seven C with seven seas will go to bay lake so let's now head back into the magic kingdom and i know you guys remember this attraction Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea oh yeah,
2: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah i remember great, that great stuff which Love is still it. running
3: yes. at disneyland once again an attraction still at disneyland but not at disney world so
1: slightly different boats slightly yeah it's, different boats. it's just submarines over there but yeah exact same ride system and yes. you're right pretty much yeah open uh,
3: october 14th 1971 Closed september 5th 1994 so 15 20 years Something like that with my mask.
1: That attraction is still iconic to me to this day because it was the first time that I realized Disney would change things.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I remember
1: right. bringing my then-girlfriend, soon not soon to be wife, but eventually to eventually be wife. you're back wife. in time. So. Right, I'm, I'm back yeah. in time. <laughs> and bringing her there and getting... To where twenty thousand, and seeing the area where it was, seeing the track, and not seeing any boats, and being like, "No, no, no, it's right here! <laughs> it's right! No, it was right here! I'm telling you! Wow! Okay, and maybe they're doing something, and then like, let's go see Mr. Toad, and oh, wait a minute! <laughs> you lied to me! And really, kind of for the first time, really understanding that you know, because this is back in the time where I didn't have enough money to go every. Every, every year we like what we do now i was like i was at the whim of my my parents and uh so we went when we went and then when we finally had some money and i was able to take on a man it just being like let me show you this wow that's gone like i did the concept that a theme park would change its rides never occurred to me until we made a beeline we made a beeline because i love Twenty Thousand leagues and we had a beeline for it and it was gone it was like you what? showed up and it was like what yes i'm standing where it used to be right i promise you i promise like was there ever that moment kevin as many times as you went back maybe you never had that moment but there was a distinct moment like that like they can't have just got rid of it like what the hell happened to that thing (laughs) no my realization was like
2: i'm here i'm standing where it used to be what is going on what was
3: that Kevin, ride for you?
5: Kevin was like, goes finds a cast member. Hey, what happened to them Skyliner things? <laughs> you, you did it. We'll,
3: we'll talk about the Skyway next. So you
2: remember that splat on the ground? What'd you do with all that money I tossed in
3: there?
2: <laughs> I know what you did. I 15 my years ago.
1: But yeah, that, that, that's what I'll always remember. Twenty thousand leagues under the sea for as being one of my favorite rides as a kid. Making a beeline to go see it when we went back with Anna, and it being gone. And having no clue because this is back. I, you didn't look at the internet before you went to Disney, right?
3: Right. Yeah. right. There was yeah. barely any. Right back then, yeah. Well, the, the lagoon sat there for years.
2: Yeah, they finally covered it up, and it was is it it's no longer there. Ain't there no just, more? Uh, poof, gone like Kaiser yep. Soze. Yep.
3: <laughs> went underwater once again. One of these slow moving boat rides that probably just yeah.
2: It went to the depths of
4: Davy Jones' locker. And it, uh, and of course, it's tied to a certain property that. Probably not too many people know about it as the years go forward, right? So, back exactly. when we were kids and we
1: didn't all have AD, <laughs>
3: ADHD, right?
1: Yeah, and like we could all sit there and enjoy a slow moving ride. Now you can't have that. No, you know? it has to all now. Everyone's fat. on
3: their phones, yeah. probably on the ride, right? You know, yeah. Pretty
1: much, yeah,
3: yeah. So, all right, so let's now move. We went to the land, we went to the sea, let's now head to the air and let's talk about Close Down the Skyway. Kevin?
2: That's my fault. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 100%. I contributed a lot to the fact that the Skyway closed. You didn't contribute. You did it. <laughs> I did he, it, yes. Yeah, he, yeah. He, and you can board that. it from two different stations. You had the Skyway to Tomorrowland. You had the Skyway to Fantasyland. It was an open air. It had the... And you, you guys may think, uh, listeners, you may think that the uh, the Skyliner has the 90-degree turn. But if it wasn't for the Skyliner in Magic Kingdom, that ninety degree turn would have never existed because they're the that's the first system that had the uh, Disney designed ninety degree turn for any kind of cable
1: car like that. Yeah, you turned right when you were right by right the lagoon. Yeah, right by the right lagoon. Yeah, man, it had that, that.
2: It was very it, you turned it. It came out from Tomorrowland. It made that turn and went and you headed into Fantasyland. Yeah, that was like a big draw and one of the I remember just I think it might have been one of the big marketing things because it's like. You know that we have uh, the only cable sky bucket system with a 90 degree turn <laughs> you know it was like a big thing and it was i love the tomorrowland station it was beautiful because they had like tiered fountains and everything else i used to throw coins in those fountains too
1: i know but, but um <laughs> man it, w- it was great i mean you the- killed two attractions you realize that both Twenty Thousand <laughs> leagues and the skyway because you know you know people were Driving across in the in the <laughs> Nautilus <laughs> Looking at it like look the squid's attacking and one of your quarters floated That's down at you. Really. <laughs> 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 They're like, oh, the squid's is Small in the corner. <laughs> floating in Run front the of <laughs> yeah. Swing back.
2: Yeah, I know. It's awesome. And no squeak. Oh, my God. That was some of my best memories of Disney World. Yeah, you asshole. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Traumatized <laughs> twice. You guys, that love the Skyline. You ain't got nothing on the buckets. Because this was wide open. The <laughs> hey, you yeah. can stick your hands out. Mm-hmm. I mean, people back then didn't think about jumping off of those dang things. No. You didn't have to enclose it. It was a lot of ventilation, especially in the summers. It was great. It, it, it was a great little mode of transportation.
4: So, as a safety guy, as opposed to young Kevin, you still say, Hey, that was. That oh, a safe. safety
2: guy, I curse myself. Okay. Okay. just <laughs> check it. Just <laughs> check it. You know?
1: Yeah. You'd yeah. have a lifetime ban.
2: <laughs> I'd have a lifetime ban. Yeah. But I scored a lot of points in my head <laughs> based upon where I placed my coins. It was great. I even tried to land it on the Fantasyland attractions, but it was a little harder. Well, you they'd bounce, you know, they wouldn't just plop <laughs> in the water. They'd bounce and then you would miss your target. And it's like, well, dang it, man, now I've got to ride it again. And try to get it on there. Try to get into the like the little chimney stack of the Pinocchio's Village House uh, kitchen or something. I, I,
1: I landed a quarter on the table over in land at, uh, what was it, Millennium Falcon? Mm-hmm. it might still be there it might still be there
3: yeah so so kevin what do you think compared to the Skyliner? you can't throw money out now uh, well he's, he can't. he's still
1: working on it
3: You'll i gotta figure, figure, out, trying to figure out a yeah.
2: way but they got cameras in these new things they didn't have cameras back then that's true stuff but yeah. yeah no i mean the Skyliner is a nice throwback for me riding that thing it's a lot bigger i mean it used to be the smaller the sky buckets over the skyway over in magic kingdom was a lot smaller maybe you could fit four maybe five if the fifth person was small enough and the skyline is a lot bigger than that, but it was a very nice throwback, especially when the skyline put in that 90 degree turn. I was like, I'm glad they decided to do that. Cause that was like such a Disney thing. I remember them
1: hyping that 90 degree turn on the sky buckets. Like so much. Now that I think about it, was your parents just feeding you money? And letting you throw. Because I mean, like, you had no money as a kid. Where are you getting all this change to this pitch in the lagoon? I have no idea. Your parents were just letting you do it. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I blocked out that part of my life. You brain. were like their honey
2: boo <laughs> the boo. You? You were- <laughs> they enabled me. Yes. You <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah. Yes. Now, like, you went out with a bag of change and said, okay, right. guys, you know or like, did i yeah. where's he you,
1: getting this change from it's like his parents are feeding it to him and they're like all right son hit the mermaid and the glue <laughs> it could be my, my, my christmas bet. thing you know it could be my christmas stocking i got some coins it was it like the frontier good. land you could use this money at that's the
2: frontier what it is. land arcade that's what it is i found that quarters were so much better to flick off of the thing so wow. i must have been in i must have gotten a like a roll of quarters or something for the frontier land shoot now, and I saved some specifically for the skywalk, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I guarantee you, I, I could believe young me thinking like that. Like, oh, I could spend like five dollars and shoot everything up, and then I'll s- toss the rest of the five dollars off into the <laughs> twenty thousand leagues lagoon, and maybe if I'm lucky, I can hit those little fountain, those step fountains at the Tomorrowland station.
4: You do get a better visual with the with the second version of that. I admit. yeah, you know,
6: that's I could just
1: think, that's like true. If I did that. A backhand would have came straight to my face. <laughs> I ain't
2: even getting
4: started. Like, it you got to be
1: slick.
2: You know, it's like when it was I'm a rookie, race to see
1: which one hit me first, mom or dad. Oh, you like, got Kevin him. is like going for accuracy <laughs> and no one's stopping him. <laughs> no one's stopping <laughs> You got to do it when they're not looking. Yeah, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> How
4: you not, everybody's on the sky bucket. Well, just no, sleeping? you hang
2: the quarter off the. You, you know, you stick your hands out. You just casually lay your hand oh. on the side. Oh. And oops, I dropped. That's Gravity. why you weren't accurate. Gravity took my, huh? That's why you weren't
4: accurate then. You just oh. had the hand out. Just like, hey, Bobby and Dad, look at the bird. Well, Bob I mean, and If you time
2: it the speed at which you're going, at which the target you were trying to hit. It's kind of like a, a, a World War II bomber. You just kind of, <laughs> <laughs> you drop it and it, it are, came down are. and it just hit. Smoking oh. like a career criminal. Oh, man.
4: <laughs> Dude's killing me right now. Man, I, I
2: mean, it's quarters, so I donate a lot of money. Yeah, to
4: my, parents would have, yeah my parents would have knocked me out. They're like, you just wasted
2: $5 on what? No, there are some where I stuck it <laughs> on the side of that. the buckets, and I flicked it. My parents were like, hey, no. Oh, and then you were like, okay. Oh, so your parents did correct you yeah. once. And he was like, okay, look that way again. What? <laughs> But knowing me, you did I know fi- I, I figured I'd wait around it. Yes, I did. Well, well, you I were was an, an only was a, child. I was an only child. I was creative, you were an only child. So, so I could figure I, this out. I understand that. I uh, got, I got very creative as an only child
4: and hurt people. But it's okay. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> I didn't. Ha- I always landed in the water. <laughs> you don't know that. I. G- I'm, in my mind, I know.
1: <laughs> in your mind, you hope. There could be some old dude walking around with a coin slot in his head. I know, right? <laughs> from where you hit him. Hey, he's a quarter richer now. Nice.
6: <laughs> some dude
1: figured out the cure
4: for cancer walking around Disney at one point, <laughs> and then the quarter, like, stuck in his head. He's like, what was I doing? What was I going <laughs> to fix? Oh, yeah, my carburetor.
1: right? it up gravity. Skyway was great. Yeah, did, that's yeah. awesome. It, no, it, it was great. And then Kevin
3: killed it. So yeah, Kevin killed it, And, killed it. Killed it. Yes. Kevin and then eventually Kevin went to some other theme parks, did the same thing, and then all the Skyways shut down, if you noticed, you know. Yeah. All over <laughs> the country, so, you know. Well,
2: you know, it's funny. It's like a lot of people are argue this point. Is like the fact that it shut down is because it was a bad show. Because you would see the top of, like, the Fantasyland pavilions and whatnot.
1: No, I'd never. I was just so amazed being up there like looking down like this, this is so cool like it is neat i was just enraptured now again maybe if i would have gone like every year like you were going i would be like ah, eh, this sucks yeah i don't mean make my own little game out of this but uh <laughs> no i i was in awe i love the skyway yeah yeah,
2: yeah I, I i had i didn't, the thought a bad show didn't even cross my mind Mm-mm. i thought it was a great thing i love the views that it gave me yeah
3: i mean doesn't the Skyliner, how much back show you see there you know But I think they've
2: developed it. I mean, there is a lot of back show that you do, but I know when you're entering Epcot through France, they've done a lot of, things to kind of cover it up even though it looks like a backstage you don't see too many backstage activities happen
1: and your mind always focuses on what's interesting so i mean yeah. you just tend to kind of you know skim past that stuff that's just kind of like eh, what was that
3: it's like going back to that earlier episode we where i did with the psychology where they had basically the green paint yeah you know where everything blends in you're not going to look at that you're going to look at what's interesting Rolling yeah, it makes
1: green. Sense. yeah absolutely. very well said yeah
3: all right so the final topic we have is air and this is always kind of one of these kind of like disney kind of legend kind of miss kind of thing but it actually did ex- did exist is, uh, Disney's own airport.
1: What? Oh, I do yeah. remember that. Not because I know of it, because I've, I've read about hearing it. I've about it, yeah.
3: So I, I kind of, I remember, like, so you're driving on, um, the main road, kind of heading towards the Magic Kingdom, right before you kind of go into, well, now they have that overpass towards, like, the toll booths. There was this, this, um, on the right hand side where the monorail is, there was a big stretch of land where they now have, like, storage containers and stuff like that. And that's where the airport was. So, you know, Going back to the nineteen seventies, specifically, you know, when Disney World opened up, there was no Orlando Airport. So they used the Air Force Base. It was called McCoy Air Force Base. And they kind of it was kind of a civil military kind of joint operation. So they would kind of have um it was called a, a stall airport, S T O L, which basically was kind of for short take takeoff and landings. This in the nineteen sixties, this was kind of big and this was a way to transport people kind of short distances to kind of avoid car and bus um, kind of congestion.
2: Hey, Keith, you brought up McCoy Air Force Base. Just for anybody that's wondering, that's why Orlando Airport is coded MCO for McCoy. Oh, wow. Nicely done. Yeah, yeah, Nicely, yes. I I always wondered why Orlando Airport was coded MCO. I was like, what the heck's MCO? So then why are we coded MSY? Moisant Field. What? Yeah, I figured what Moisant Field was, but that's what it
4: is. Wait, say that one more time. Moisant
2: Field. Boisant, Boisant, can, yeah. can I buy a vowel? I was gonna yes. say, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, good, it's good in French. M O M O I S A N T. Oh, Boisant Field. That's, uh-huh. that's why okay. it's M S Y. Yeah. Okay,
1: interesting. Uh, yeah, man. No, I do remember hearing about. It. Maybe that's their uh, plan. Maybe they're gonna reopen the airport space, and that's why they're doing away with this magical express thing. Because who gonna needs compete? it? You're yeah. just gonna land right there, and they get the revenue that comes from
5: the planes. They're just gonna yeah. take over the plane. You're gonna you're gonna parachute off the plane. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Come on, fun skydive. Yes, yeah. That that's gonna be more fun. Oh fun yeah, Meister here. we just Here's take the fun plane, again. Skydive right. <laughs> and then just land in your uh, your resort there. I like <laughs> that. That's the point <laughs> break experience. <laughs> and <laughs> then be- like a
1: bullseye, and whoever gets closest to the bullseye yeah. wins like a fast pass.
5: Or oh man, yeah. I like that, or or like the bullseye will dictate how much you pay for your room. Like oh, oh, the, bullseye, oh. the cheaper the room.
1: Yes, the closer you get, like so you can get. 5% off if you're out, out there. 10 to 15 and 20. Oh, free then,
0: dining, free dining. We're uh, <laughs> <bean> waffle.
2: Yes.
6: <laughs>
2: I'm like Buckshot. I drop my whole family of five and land on something.
4: You're like, wait, hold up, girl. <laughs> Slow out.
2: got it. Wait.
4: Oh, wait. One more free dining, free dining. Yeah. Granny's uh, a spot. <laughs> it's okay. She was small. You a little taller. You next. All <laughs> right. There we go. We lost Granny.
1: <laughs> She's in the woods. <laughs> She's, stuck She's in a over in Fort
3: Wilderness. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> stuck in a tree. That'd be funny. Like, wherever you land, that's the hotel you land. Like, you'd be like Plinko. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Come on, Grant Fortin. Come on, yes! Grant <laughs> Oh,
1: my God. You it's like great the win, same.
3: And there's your
2: room. But wherever you land, yes, that dictates where you <laughs> And stand. if you crash into a room, that's what you get. Uh, All right, Fun
4: so you did it. I like it. I like it, dude. Good job, dude. Johnny Utah style.
3: Yeah. So, um, so basically, what this was is, so there was actually was an airline called Shawnee Airlines. It was a private commuter service, and there were seven flights a day. And basically, it kind of hopped over from the Air Force Base, kind of over to uh, Lake Buena Vista, you know, Disney World. And over time, since there really wasn't an airport, Disney kind of did some research back in the 1960s. Basically, they had the Imagineers looking, and there was going to basically be a job job opportunity for 400 people for Disney actually to have their own airport. So Disney was thinking way ahead of kind of even the city of Orlando, basically, in building their own airport. So, you know, in 1991, it was um, supposed to employ 2,000 people, and they were going to have, you know, hotels kind of built about the airport and stuff like that. And then various reasons, it just kind of fell apart. 1973, oil embargo. They can never convince a major airline carrier to kind of, you know, come to the airport. You know, the list kind of just goes on and on. But, that's um,
4: highly financial. has got to be none of that is cheap.
3: Yeah, and that's kind of just kind of wraps up kind of all our kind of quote unquote Disney extinct transportation. So now, I now you guys kind of need to buckle up, say goodbye to the 1970s and your big high power jobs. They need to kind of transfer you guys kind of back to 2022 and back to realities. So. You know, if uh, we're going back to uh, the future.
4: Our kids asked, "What's COVID? Yeah. What? To- <laughs> kids, I'm still making the same amount of money because the money conversion changed that <laughs> that
3: much buy some disney's disney tickets now and then come back and be like, I bought it for ten cents back in nineteen seventy.
5: <laughs> you owe me. Back in my day, it was only eight dollars to get drunk on the junk boat.
3: <laughs> What's these A and E tickets? I don't know what to do with them. So
1: I invested in Apple, guys. So next trip, on to me. Oh there there go. Go.
3: Sweet.
1: No, all right. So we're back. All right. Here we cool. are yeah. the present. Yay! Lancey and the Air. Well, that was a really good uh, take us uh, through the, all this transportation stuff. I'm, I'm really appreciative of that, and thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so it
3: just kind of fun, you know, help kind of. Oh wait out. a minute. Three.
1: Wait a minute! Wait a minute! There is one you forgot. What's that? The Fort Wilderness Railroad. Fort Wilderness Railroad.
3: Yes, we can talk. Talk. I thought you kind of covered it already in a previous episode. No, oh, you did. Want to talk you about did. it? Yeah. We can, you or I did, or you know, it's up to you guys. You know, so.
1: Well, let's just mention it before anybody writes in and just says. Just say, yes, we're aware there's a Fort Wilderness Railroad. Yes. Listen to our show. Go listen to right the
3: episode uh, talking about the history of Wilderness Lodge. I think we covered it there, and then we did an episode about Fort Wilderness, kind of covered it there. Yeah,
1: so. it's on episode Who uh, who Gives it a- we talked about it. We were aware of it. Leave <laughs> and it if I time.
3: and if I miss an extinct transportation, you know, write into the show and let us know your thoughts and comments. So Yeah, look, we're about accident. we're
2: about to tell you how guys how to get in touch with us in just a little bit. Well guys, we hope you enjoyed that episode about extinct transportation. If you want to learn more about us, magicrway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, if you want to get in touch with us to share your opinions about these extinct transportation, you can get in touch with us through the following ways. Shoot us an email at show at magicrway.com or you can call or send us a text message at 1 815 weekend That is 1 815 weekend 669 4226.
1: Hey, you want to know what I think about that episode? What do you think about that episode? Extincts. Extincts. <laughs> ah, got that. Oh. <laughs> The critics X. remember that show. I Those do, I do. John X- Lover. Extinct. Yeah, extinct. Extinct. <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyway, all we have a couple guys do things outside of the
0: podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Hey, Rob Lightfeld here. Deadpool, Cable, X Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory. What a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out IvoryComics.com. That's right, you. Check out IvoryComics.com. dot com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, the Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out, experience it for yourself, and you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics. Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out ivorycomics.com, comic book guru, Eli Ivory, the whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. Ivorycomics.com right now. Lightfield out.
4: Of course, just like you said, check out the website. You can see all the posts and links and blogs and all the good art that I have. And of course, a link, to this show so you never miss an episode A joke, some insight from Professor X and previous episodes Get all the good stuff Facebook.com, you can find me there Eli H. Ivory, as long as you're a real person, how you doing But if you're a bot, I want nothing to do with you Right now, 2022, New Year, get away from me Alright, uh, Project Geisha Has a Facebook page, so Facebook.com slash Project Geisha Instagram, you can find me there EIvory504 And of course, on Twitter, I can be found At Hancock10166 so if you appreciate the madness, you're just bringing me the gladness. Thank you very
1: much. Don't, don't forget to tell them about the COVID special. Oh, yeah. You have the COVID special.
4: You get the, you get the COVID special.
1: Yes, yeah, right. And anybody that goes ahead and signs up right now. Get all the books. You get all the books. All the books. For a very, very low price. Of
4: whatever you're willing to pay for
1: <laughs> <laughs> $1. <laughs> $20. <laughs> 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Get a- all the ivory. Co- or uh-huh. if you're a lady. Just your phone number. That's all it costs. It's Ooh, all it yeah. costs. Those are the to only get, numbers you need. Yes, the exactly
2: you. It.
4: There you go. Yes.
2: Nice. And if you want to book a vacation to experience all the current transportation systems that are in existence,
5: you can do so through Lee. Lee, tell them how to do this. Let's give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-Transpotainment. <laughs> 832-T-R-N-S-P-O-T-A-I-N. Email me at Lee at magicrway.com. On Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. On Instagram, you got a friend in Lee travel. And on TikTok, you can find me at you got a friend in Lee. And if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Von Meister Vika.
2: And, of course, we got to thank Professor X for coming on the show. One of our first shows of twenty twenty two as our journey to five hundred begins. Woo! Very well done. Delivering Professor. some yes. awesome information about Extinct Disney Transportation. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, sir.
3: Oh, uh, no problem. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure.
2: Happy to have you, as yeah. always. I know. As always, man. In addition, guys, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicarwood.com. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyalist. And we always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome in the Magic R.A. Podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. So, Moiggins, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out!
5: I have every intention... Of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Don't come around beer no more. <laughs> Here comes my food. You got lucky dogs.
2: <laughs> not anymore because they don't exist. All right, now you're making me hungry, dude. Shut up.
5: <laughs> hey, it's Lee from the Magic Our Way podcast. And when I'm not stuffing tacos down my throat, I'm listening to the Mad Hatter Radio. Adios, amigos.